you? How are you? I'm so good. I really like that every time we start this podcast, we have like a little catch up before we start recording and then we both still get really excited to say hi to each other again. We're excited and like we're shocked to see each other. You're here again. (laughs) What? Oh my God. Um, But it has been a little while. It's been a little while. We, so that the people know... It's been the summer. Summer's very hard. Erica has a little boy. She's pregnant. Now he's back in school. I don't have a little boy who's not in school either, but the summer's been crazy busy. So our vow now is to get back on track with weekly podcast drops for the people and for our own friendship preservation. Yeah. I feel like the summer hiatus was like not really discussed. It wasn't really intentional. It just kind of no. happened as summer, just like the weeks go by and you're busy. And then it kind of just became, well, maybe we'll wait till just things calm down a little and we can do it regular again. So I know we did slip one in on you there a few weeks ago, we did. but that was, that took a lot of planning actually. <laughs> well, I'm really <laughs> glad that, that we're together. both like not on a moving vehicle at the moment. Like this podcast is actually yeah. like being properly recorded <laughs> from stable locations. Yes. Um, and we're not just, you're not going to hear train noises. I mean, if you do, I think we both have bigger problems uh, on our hands than, than, that but uh, yes but no. I'm happy to see your lovely face again I'm happy to see your and lovely I truly face. do miss you in between I miss you so much too and you know what even since we did that last one so much has happened you know I sent a little, so kinder- a little kindergartner off into the world I can't believe that Rory in his first day of school did you cry so much of course of course <laughs> I did I'm very pregnant. I have an excuse, but I would have cried anyway. But it's very emotional. So if you're a mom who went through that this fall with a kindergartner, junior kindergartner for the first time, I'm I'm there with you. I totally get it. Don't feel bad if you cried for the first week. (laughs) The first week? Well, I I do have to say he cried a little bit too, so that was upsetting to me Um, because he... Like, four-year-olds don't really understand the concept of time yet. Right. So, to him, who used to just go to preschool in the mornings a few times a week, the, like, every day you wake up and go to school again all day is quite baffling to him. Like He's right. like, again, like, he keeps asking me, when do I go back to school? And I say, tomorrow. And he's like, but when is, when's tomorrow? When? <laughs> How does does that work? And then, like, the concept of the weekend. And then he thinks, like, school is over forever. And I'm like, actually, no. (laughs) The rest of your life. It's actually, exactly. You've got a solid run ahead of you, child. So his little brain is just still adjusting to that. So, but I'm doing better. But it's just a lot, you know, like, because it's, like, a whole stage of his life. He doesn't realize it, but I know it. It's this, like, whole stage of his life has really ended and a new one has started. And, like, that's happy, but it's a little sad, too, for a mom, you know. Of course. And I think I didn't realize that concept of, like, time not making sense till you explained that to me last week. And I was like, of course he has no idea what's happening to him. Like, he's like, this is such a weird thing. And then you're, if you're like, and guess what? You're going to be doing this for the next... 14 years of your life he'll be like you have to be kidding it that makes no sense to me like that's horrible yes it really is like bigger than their little minds can comprehend yet so it's it's a lot for him to take in but that's uh, a real crisis of the mind yeah I'm happy that you're doing okay um for those who don't know Erica's little boy looks kind of like Prince George which makes (laughs) me so happy he's like always very well dressed and like one time I came over and he was playing a tiny guitar it was just all 
very royal. I assume Prince George plays a tiny guitar as well. It only makes sense. Um, but does he wear like really cute outfits to school every day? Um, well, he has like the first week, but sometimes I have to say it's very nice that my husband takes him to school a lot and like lets me sleep in a little. Nice. Um, but also then he dresses him and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the teachers are probably learning very quickly, like what, what he looks like on mom day versus dad day. Yes, and it's not that he has anything bad in his wardrobe that all, like all his clothes are cute, but you know, it's just a dad it's thing. Just, just like, here, put this on. Yeah. Anyways, so... Well, I'm sure he still looks adorable. Plus, he's a sweet little muffin. So, um, regardless of his wardrobe, I'm sure he is very well adored in his class. Anyways, so that's what's been happening to me the last two and a half weeks. Also, I have a really big chin pimple right now, and that's... Oh, no! been exciting. Is that a pregnancy Um, thing? Like, do they pop up because you're growing a baby? I I mean, sure, I guess, because hormones are crazy, but my skin has been pretty good, but I just have this, Yeah, I was going to say, your skin looks fantastic otherwise. just this one pimple, and I can't get rid of it. It's been, like, a week and a half. It's very frustrating, You have bright, fresh new hair. Yes. You have this pimple, so I feel like your beautiful (laughs) hairdo will really outshine the pimple on your face. Um, In other news, I don't know if everyone follows along, Sylvia goes to New York on weekends now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Eloise... Except not, and I'm sure Eloise did not drink as much as I did the last week. Um, yeah, I went to New York for two different weekends, which is in a very row. bougie. We, we should say in a row. That's what made it in a really... row. Yeah, sorry, two weeks. It's, in all, a row. it's all very fabulous and child free. <laughs> it's yes, I will say it was it was fabulous and it was certainly child free. Um, it felt a little bougie. It, I don't typically weekend in New York. Like that's not a normal thing for me. I, I would do it. Don't get me wrong. I, I think that it's a wonderful way to live your life. It's also probably a very fast way to lose all of your money. Um, the exchange rates awful and every cocktail in New York is $18 us. So it's like, have some decisions to make but I went for work the first weekend um so it was super quick but I just had this moment of like said to my husband do you want to come I know we're going for a proper vacation next weekend but we've both been super busy and working a lot and it just felt like a really spontaneous excuse to like have a little bit of fun and he was like all right so he jumped on board and we went to see Maren Morris at Radio City Music Hall I don't know if you're familiar with her but she is this phenomenal musician and Radio City Music Hall is like the most magical place um so that was pretty cool she has a single with Niall which I didn't realize until after the fact Ooh. so I should have really known that before that there was a One Direction connection to Maren Morris of course I honestly laughed so hard when I walked in so our flight got delayed we literally walked into this concert like 20 minutes after her set had started and she was the headliner but I'm like I don't care we have tickets we're going anyway and I'm glad we did her set was actually really long and so incredible I swear to god I've been to New York a few times every time I go I'm like where are the blonde people there are no blonde people in New York it is literally devoid of blonde people it's so strange but makes me laugh it's like Elaine Bennis is running around and then all of the blonde people are like in California on the beach it's very confusing to me but funny Every single person at this concert was a blonde girl. I felt like I was, like, walking into a bunch of, like, clones. It was so hilarious. There was a lot of basic, like, flailing going on and hugging girlfriends and sappy lyrics. And I was like, where <laughs> my people are all here. This is crazy. Did you so, think you were at a Taylor Swift concert for a minute? I totally did. And my poor 
giant brunette husband was like, I am in the wrong place right now. This is a lot of estrogen and a lot of, uh, a lot of swaying. Anyway, it was a super fun weekend. Went back again this weekend because, um, my friend or her husband just finished four years of his accounting and CPA exams. So he doesn't know if he passes until the end of November, but this was a celebration trip to be like, you are done for painful, horrible years. He's been in school. Speaking of being in school for your whole life, he is 34 years old and has been in school since he was five. So this was like the end of a very long journey of degrees and professional designations. So we surprised him. So he didn't know uh, he was going and he didn't know we were going. So when they got to the hotel, we were waiting for them in the lobby with a drink in hand and he was really shocked. So we had a really fun like couples weekend just bopping around doing fun things. That's very fun and sweet. And that is a significant thing. I have a couple friends who are on the like school for life train and it's that that is a big deal when that is finally over. Oh my. It's a lot I don't of work. Know, so much work. I don't know. Like we were saying to him like what are you going to do on Monday <laughs> nights now? Yeah. Like what a weird thing. Um, I will say that one thing that was really fun that happened when I was in New York this past weekend was that um, I got to meet Catherine from Finery, who was my like weekly Google Hangout. Um, Catherine was my like spirit animal. She ended up leaving Finery because she got accepted to Columbia to do her master's of business there. And she's a smart cookie. And I got to meet her in real life on Friday. And I felt like we found a spirit animal. She has uh, was looking for a new podcast. So hopefully this is the one she starts to listen to. Um, so welcome, Catherine, to your new favorite podcast. Welcome. I'm sure you have all the time in the world all to listen the time in the world to this nonsense. Columbia <laughs> degree that you're working on. Um, but it was just a really cool trip. We got to see old friends and new friends. And it was, yeah, it was really fun. So I'm really tired. My hair is in a very dirty ponytail at the moment. Um, I don't look nearly as cute as Erica currently does, but my heart is very happy and I'm still full from all of the pizza that I ate. Well, you look adorable. Let's not. You always look cute. And I feel like the chin zit really balances us out. (laughs) Dirty, (laughs) dirty ponytail, chin pimple. We're even. We are. Um, We both have, yeah, we have to look at both those things. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Me too. I would love to talk to you about some beauty things, though. I would love to talk to you about it too. I'm maybe I'll just let you go first because I am on the edge of my seat over here. I keep asking you vague questions about this, and and then I'm like, no, no, save it, save it. Tell me the I details know, on the podcast. And I was getting my hair done last week by our friend Therese, and we were talking about your eyebrows also. Um, <laughs> because there was, like, a very young, cool, hip girl in the salon, who, and they were bleaching her eyebrows with her hair. Oh. And Therese and I were just talking about how we're, like, way too old and not cool to pull that off. But she was. It looked great. Anyways, that side went into talking to you about your eyebrows, and she was like, tell me everything. I'm like, I don't know anything. I've been waiting to hear about this for a month. So we've been holding on to this. Anyways, please. Okay. The floor is yours. So the last time we spoke, I was really into the idea of tinting my eyebrows and my eyelashes and I got them both done. I'm actually, I keep meaning to document it on our Instagram stories. I've been saving them. I will do it. I will. I also documented the first time I did this myself because that's where this is ultimately going. So my eyebrows get tinted. Um, my eyelashes get tinted. I loved them both, but what was annoying me about it was that, I just felt like it went away so quickly. And I was like, I don't want to have to do this every two weeks. Like that feels like maintenance to me. The idea of dyeing my own or getting them tinted by myself or somebody else was like lower maintenance and have eyebrows when I 
wake up in the morning, which feel, makes me feel like a little more put together. The eyelash tinting, I didn't find it did much for me. Like I thought they looked a little bit darker, but I don't think I could replace it with mascara. So I was like, why would I keep doing that? It's, it just didn't do enough, I don't think. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like I don't have thick enough eyelashes or maybe it just is not the right thing for me. Some people get a lash and lift, and I don't know if that would have helped. Mm-hmm. But again, like the frequency, it just felt like it faded fast enough that it was like amazing for like two days. Yeah. And then I found myself like adding mascara into it. So I'm like, forget it. Yeah. I'm done. But the eyebrow tinting, I really liked. But it went away kind of fast. So I was like, it's just two strips of hair on my face. Like, I'm not an idiot. Can I figure out how to do this? Yeah. I will say the caveat to this is I am not claiming that what I'm doing is better than an esthetician because Sharice does have Maddie in her salon who is killer at this stuff. And I could never in a million years dream of not having someone like shaping my brows properly or whatever. But as an in-between like really good person doing it it felt like a very good stopgap so do you want to hear what I did and what I used yes absolutely well tell me where you got it done in the first place and what they used I found a lady and I typically go to fashion fringe for all of my stuff but it is far away from me like it's more than an hour for me to get there so I kind of pair that in some are being busy I just haven't been up there enough um so that's why I did not go there, but Maddie has done stuff for me before and she's amazing at Fashion Fringe if people have the chance to go. I went to a lady in Listowel who my mother-in-law goes to and recommended her and it was lovely. Her name is escaping me right now, which is terrible. Um, But yeah, she was lovely. has like this beautiful, clean place in her home. Strangely, she was using dryer balls while she was doing my uh, tinting and dyeing and I was like, I'm sorry, are you using dryer balls right now? And she was like, I am. And I was like, do you like them? She's like, yes. Why do you, like, I was so curious. I was like, well, I have a podcast and I'm actually here to talk about this process, <laughs> but Erica's trying to convince me about dryer balls and I don't really know. How many times have you used them? I asked her probably 50 questions about dryer balls in the middle of getting my eyebrows done and I think she wanted me to leave immediately. I mean, sidebar, quick update, still love them, so. <laughs> so both of you are not wrong. A hundred percent of the people I've talked to about dryer balls are giving the same reviews. So... I just, she was lovely. It was like great to chat with her. She was really, really like thorough and clean. And I would go back to her again for things for sure. Um, But then I was like, I think I could try this myself. I would never tint my eyelashes for the record. You can tint your own eyelashes. That seems exceptionally dangerous. (laughs) You certainly can. We used to do it in hairdressing school. You did on your own face? Yes. Or we would just do it to each other. But yeah, you could could potentially do it to yourself. Um... Yeah, do you know what she used? Like, was it, per, like, just semi-permanent, obviously, because it washed out pretty yes. fast? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was nothing scary and permanent. Um, but she didn't tell me the specific, like, name of what she was using. Gotcha. But it wasn't, like, henna or... It was not henna, Okay. No. It was, like, a semi-permanent dye. Gotcha. And you didn't get um, it, just didn't get it on your hair salon when you were getting your hair done. I just asked that because I went oh. through, I went through a dark, I have dyed my eyebrows before with permanent color because I went through a dark hair phase in my twenties. Oh. Um, and so I actually had to because it looked really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that was a little bit, it might look a little bit dated now in a photo, like a little bit dyed to match, but I promise they didn't really turn out the exact same color. I just needed to darken my eyebrows. And since I was right. dyeing my hair myself anyway, um, 
I would just put some on my eyebrows anyways. Oh, so you were box dyeing your hair dark and then well, box I was dyeing using, your eyebrows dark. Yes, I was using professional color because oh, I had a hairstyling right, you knew what you license were doing. at the time. But uh, like I wasn't using drugstore, but people do that too. Yeah, oh, and it's no judgment to box dye. I actually think when people have darker hair, I went through a dark hair phase. I didn't dye my eyebrows though, which I probably should have. Um, I was just doing it myself because blonde is like, so specific and so easy to ruin and I feel like you have a like I still think a hairdresser is going to give you the most beautiful color they're going to do the right thing for your skin tone and your face and everything in your hair and damage or whatever but like a brown box eye is a little less or a little more forgiving than a blonde one yeah for sure I mean I guess there's other issues with that with it like building up on your hair of course um, always better to just go to a hair salon but anyways that's just a whole other topic we don't need it's to a whole other topic we don't need to go there however um, I okay hear what you're so okay now so you've gotten it done and you liked it so you want to take it on yourself I did so I feel like I've disparaged the entire like hair and esthetician <laughs> trade which I, I know. can't even say how much I love both of those professions so I need you all and please don't turn on me for this conversation uh, but so I researched dyeing your own eyebrows which apparently is the most common thing you could ever Google. And I'm just super late to this party. So I had a hard time like finding any products in the store, but Amazon had a plentiful um, order option for me. So I got this stuff called Rec- Refecto Sill. Okay. That can't be right. Anyway, um, it was $15 for a bottle that's supposed to last 12 treatments. Okay. So is it... So- it- it meant to dye your eyebrows specifically? Meant to dye eyebrows specifically. Okay. It's a natural brown. Um, and so, like, for 15 bucks for 12 treatments, if you're doing it every two weeks, like, that's not bad. Sure. That feels like a pretty decent spend of your money. Um, what I didn't know when I bought it was that it actually needed an activator. So I was super excited um, when it came in Amazon the next day. And then I was like, oh, my God, I can't use this because I didn't read the directions <laughs> clearly. So then I had to buy the uh, Refectocell liquid oxidant, which was $17, but it's a huge thing, and you only use five drops a time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I swear to God, I'll probably have that for the rest of my life. So I followed the directions on the thing, which said to use two centimeters of the tube mixed with 10 drops which was way too much dye. Like eyebrows are not very big. I don't know. Maybe people with bigger eyebrows would require more. So I did follow the directions the first time. And then I cut it in half when I just like did a quick little zhuzh before I went away on the weekend. Um, Left it on for, it says, it says between five and 10 minutes. So at like six minutes, I just checked it to see and it looked like it was dark enough for my purposes Um, and wiped it off and I went on my merry way. And it was the easiest thing in the whole entire world to do. Oh, perfect. Well, they legit look great. Thank um, you. So you feel like it lasts about two weeks? I felt like, yeah, two weeks later, I was like, oh, I could use, I honestly probably would have waited another week if I wasn't going away for a week, mm-hmm. but I just felt like I could use like a fresher pop of color. So, but again, because it was like so cheap and easy to do, it was like five minutes later, my eyebrows were like back to looking fresh again. All right. So say if you're a person who is not confident or into doing those kinds of things at home, Yes. If it just washes out in two weeks, we can assume it's a semi-permanent. Yes. So you're not going to do any lasting damage to yourself. No. (laughs) Well, exactly. So yeah, like you might, I would say go less time. Like if you were like 
brand new to it, try it for like a minute or two and wipe it off. Um, and then you can kind of like build up your color. Like uh, Cuddy, who's our longtime podcast listener and, fan <laughs> and supplier of information, was like, I would have tried it for like a minute, wiped it off and done it again. And I was like, oh my God, I just followed the instructions. I assumed those instructions were written specifically for me so I don't know I'm why so, I I'm so impressed you went off instruction and like changed the measurements I well that was the second time and I was like oh my god it, like I'm such a rule follower that I was like yep putting it on there so I think you should go like less time at the beginning if you're nervous but it's pretty foolproof like you'll very quickly see also your eyebrows are like different texture than the rest of your face so it's like pretty easy to get it in the right spot and stuff so I would say it's like if you do it wrong or you go too dark, like I always would say like try a lighter color so that you're not going too dark too fast. Um, and then just go less time. But it was really like way less scary than I thought it was going to be. And I'm also proud that I learned a new skill. I'm very proud of you too that you just took that on all by yourself. I'm so impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Really. I'm getting ballsy. You know what? I think also if it was, I mean, stuff like that, when you do it, it's always a little sometimes shocking at first when something's dark. It, I imagine in like one or two washes of your face, it probably calms down a lot. Big time. Um, like all those things. And if you really hate it, I'm sure there is ways to strip it similar to the ways that there's stripping bad hair color. Probably some dish soap would of course. take it off take or it something. Out. Completely. Um, so yeah, but again, not a permanent thing that I would think you need to freak out about. And I like it that you're bringing it up as an option that sort of, it's maintenance, but it probably does not take you that much out of your life like what half an hour to like mix it up and do it and like clean up like nine like it was the fastest thing ever because I basically mixed up took like two seconds put it on while I was letting it process I cleaned up my mess and wiped it off and it was done it was like honestly a less than a 10 minute endeavor perfect a thing you can do in your home and it's sort of that like in between putting makeup on your eyebrows every day which yes. not everyone loves to do and say the extreme end of like microblading which again isn't necessarily permanent but it's kind of permanent because it lasts for a couple of years <laughs> right and it's also <laughs> cutting your face open which still scares it is. me way and too it's much expensive and it's always the cutting like I don't know it doesn't make me nervous I would just like I'm very wary that I wouldn't like it yeah. And that there would be no way to fix it. And you have a tattoo on your and face. And you're just stuck with it. And I'm also one of those people who's like, what? but what's it going to look like in five years if I don't right. get it redone? And that is, is that a thing I'm constantly going to have to spend hundreds of dollars on every two years? Whatever. I know some people who really, really love it. Yeah. I've never been too. fully convinced. So, But I like this as an option. It's a great option. That and people I don't think... talk about as much. No, and I, I just, like, it, honestly, like I said, it's not, like, something that you could go out and buy at Shoppers, which I think you could. The nice thing about this is that because you're using the, like, you have to mix it with the oxidant, if you were to buy, like, a boxed hair dye at, like, a drugstore, it's, there's so much dye, and then you're going to lose yes. its potency. Like, there's so much, like, it's more complicated. These are tiny bottles. It doesn't take up a bunch of room in your cupboard. It's foolproof to mix together. Like, it was so easy. And then there just wasn't a lot of waste or anything. Like, the packaging was super tiny. I did not research, like, I looked at some of the reviews on these brands, and they were, like, totally fine. I just couldn't find anything, like, even in Sephora that was, like, a dye versus, like, a pencil. I've still used, like, um, like a little bit of a gel just to, like, shape them sometimes. Sure. But I love that I, like, get up and, like, right now you're seeing me with zero makeup on, and at least my face is, like, kind of framed. 
Yeah, for sure. Which is always the thing with light eyebrows, right? Yeah. Like, um, I'm a buy yeah. hair. So yeah. And I think even if you were to say, like, go to, like, a Sally Beauty or something. Yes. And buy, like, a hair dye. Maybe you wouldn't really want to get into something that extreme and you would have a lot of product. And, you again, you'd have to, like, buy the um, whatever it's called. Yeah. You know like, the... <laughs> The thingy that goes with it. <laughs> the thingy that goes with it and all the stuff right. and like probably waste a lot of product and spend some more money and uh, yeah. And, and I do see, annoying. I do see the eyelash thing where like if you went and got your eyebrows done somewhere, which if you're not comfortable doing it, I totally understand getting someone to do it for you. But every two weeks, that is a lot of maintenance. That's a yeah. lot of maintenance because that's like your time to go somewhere and make an appointment and blah, blah, And then blah. pay for them to do it for sure. Yeah. So I think... From like a time perspective, that's the option. I like my eyelashes. I'm just gonna keep putting mascara on. I've yet to find the thing that I like enough to invest my time into. Like when you did my lashes, they looked so beautiful, and it was also good quality time together. We could probably record a podcast while you were doing my eyelashes. <laughs> we did, but um, it just was like I just felt for me that the upkeep of that was like I didn't have the time in my schedule for that. And some people they just make the time for. It. I make the time for other maintenance things that are not that. So it's just picking and choosing the things that matter the most to you. Um, and so my eyebrow tinting is mine. Yeah. The eyelash thing, I've had my eyelashes, uh, tinted before too. And I would say it's not worth the maintenance to me either because it doesn't really do anything to your eyelashes that make them a bit darker. They just look the same. Um, so if you want any real, real like volume or whatever, you still have to put mascara on. I know some people do get something from like the lash lift too. Yeah. But again, that's something that seems like a lot of maintenance because it only lasts yeah. for a few weeks. And then the eyelash extensions is kind of the other end where, like, you do get all those things, but it's, like, a bigger time commitment. For sure. Yeah. And I think they look so beautiful on people that get them, and I've really liked how they looked when I've had them, too. Um, and also yeah. be aware of those because they can kind of ruin your lashes over time if you have an addiction and get them done every three weeks and never take a break. Totally. Um, yeah. So, anyways... Yeah. There but here we go. go. New eyebrows. I will post my stories about my whole process. So I documented the process of dyeing them and getting them done the last time. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I might have been wearing the same top in both of those outfits. Maybe it's my new tinting top. <laughs> I feel like that's okay. No, we're not going to judge you. <laughs> it's my tinting shirt. I'll wear, it, I'll wear it henceforth in all tutorials. I uh, No, I'm... Okay, so I'm going to check it out in person because we're going to see each other on the weekend. I'm yes, so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, I might even be intrigued too because I uh, I fill in my eyebrows even if I don't usually wear a lot of makeup. I usually do my eyebrows. Um, yeah. And I don't mind doing it. It takes two seconds, but still. It's fun to I try even lend you some dye. Thanks. Um, oh my God, maybe we should dye my eyebrows on Saturday. We should do that. Should. Like I said, under 10 minutes is a great party trick. Perfect. I did just get a new eyebrow gel that I love. I'm branching out. Um, I usually get the Anastasia, as I've talked about on the podcast before. Yes. But I tried the Hourglass um, brow gel recently when Sephora had their 20% off yeah. whatever garbage sale that they have twice a year. Um, <laughs> Anyways, you're like, it's my favorite thing, but it's, it's my I favorite thing, but 20% is garbage anyway yeah. um anyways i got the hourglass they have a new brow gel um and i'll bring it to you and show it to you because it has a really cool brush that's oh uh, i'm i'm not even going to describe it because it's going to be annoying to people who can't see me but <laughs> <laughs> anyways i like it very much and i like the color and anyways there we are amazing um okay you are having a baby as we've mentioned a couple yes. of times this changes things for 
your skincare, um, Kadi, who was also previously mentioned in the conversation with the brown dye, is also pregnant. And one of the things she said when she was visiting a couple weeks ago was like, can you please get Erica to talk about routines because she's had a big shift in beauty care? Yes, absolutely. Um, all right. So while this is maybe not relevant to everyone, um, I do get people ask me about a lot, mostly when I am physically <laughs> pregnant. Oh, Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. So excited about the world. You can keep talking. Don't you worry. I can't. Um, one second. Sorry. Mom, here. Come on, come on. Come here, puppy. Shh. Good boy. Okay. Okay, you're good. Um, okay. So I know this topic isn't relevant to everyone, but I do get a lot of questions about it. And I think anyone who has ever been pregnant or like has someone close to them that has been knows that there's like a long list of fun shit that you can't do. Like everything. <laughs> like it's literally everything. It's so scary. <laughs> it's just, it's sad really. You're like, oh, go to a roller coaster? No. Uh, you know, can't drink, obviously. Um, all those things. Everything, everything just becomes a little bit harder. And there's like a long list of foods and whatever. You can take that for, everyone can make their own decisions about that. I'm a little lax with it. I eat whatever kind of cheese I want and... <laughs> And do your All thing. All of those things, and I feel fine about it, but you have to do with, like, whatever you're comfortable with as far as that. Um, but there's also another side to it, which is, like, beauty and skincare that people don't always talk about as much. And there are some, like, do's and don'ts in terms of that and maybe some, like, myths out there of stuff that you mm. can't do, but that's, like, really okay. Um, so speaking of, I just got my hair done. Yes, because I thought that was, like, the biggest one. I was, like, if you're, especially when you're blonde, that you can't dye your hair. So that's always sometimes a controversial topic. I feel like if you've been pregnant and actually researched it, um, it really is okay now. (laughs) Um, It's changed so much. It's changed so much. First of all, hair dye has changed so much. Um, and in terms of being blonde, that's actually the one that's the most safe because nothing is touching your scalp. Like if you're, especially if you're getting foils, foils done. Um, the concern with hair dye is the, say you're getting your roots done and you have dark hair and it's like sitting on your scalp for whatever and absorbing and people have concerns about that. Um, the truth about it really is, I mean, I should say first off, I'm not your doctor or your midwife. So if you, (laughs) so I'm not trying to tell you what to do definitively. And if you have real concerns about any of those things, please just talk to them about it. This is just my own personal knowledge from my doctors and take and research whatever um but basically that the dye is it's just not sitting on you long enough for that to really happen okay um so it really shouldn't be a concern um and as far as fumes and all that um hairdress like hair dye really isn't like full of toxic ammonia and shit like it used to be (laughs) Oh my like gosh, like it used to be like this, like you couldn't even breathe when they were like mixing things around It's all you. a lot better. And frankly, if it was, no hairstylist would be able to work while they were pregnant in a salon all right. day. That's a very good point. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you should feel perfectly fine if, uh, if you're blonde and you're like getting foils or like balayage or something like that, because it's not even touching your skin. Um, right. And if you get your roots touched up or whatever, and that like makes you feel uncomfortable, like fine, whatever, don't do it, but don't feel bad about doing like it's really totally fine right um yeah so anyways that did you have to up. wait for a certain time in your pregnancy because michelle had said that like she was advised like wait for your first trimester like it's probably just different information on different things too you know what i think some people say that and some people say it's totally fine so i would say if you are concerned about that talk to your doctor 
I'm pretty and sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had my hair done in my. Might have been in my first trimester, the last time I had it done. Or and you had a baby that looked like Prince George. So. <laughs> Again, we're not doctors, nor are we pretending to be. However, oh no, I've done something funny with my computer. Oh no, I lost your face. Um, but I think it's important that people use their discretion as in anything. Like nothing that we're saying ever is like the thing that you have to do. So it's really like use your, use your brain, use the thing that is yes. you know, going to be the right thing for you. That's kind of the information that's out there right now. The thing about sometimes that's hard with pregnancy stuff too, and that is um, there's not always studies because no one is going to do a study on a pregnant woman and say, here, do this, and then see if something happens to your baby. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that makes sense. So, so sometimes it's just, you know, doctors and research, like to the best of their knowledge, like, um, from the evidence that they have, they can give you like, you know, the best possible like risk or it's not a risk. Anyways, um, there's a really good website actually called motherrisk.org. I want to say, um, that is actually a real like medical fact based websites that like doctors, doctors themselves refer to and they refer patients to. Now I did find out this year in this pregnancy that it's shutting down, which is sad. So it's not being updated with new information, but I believe you can still go on it and look up most things. Um, it just might not be like, they're not updating in the the future as far as I know, um, which kind of sucks, but you can still go get a lot of good information on it. So if there's just like something small that you're maybe concerned about and you don't want to, you know, you don't have a doctor's appointment for a month or something, but you don't want to make an appointment for that. It's like a very, it's like given to me by my doctors as like a good resource for like real facts. Amazing. It's not like a mom block. (laughs) It's not like us telling you. It's not like us telling you. Actual information. Get your hair done. That's Um, cool. It's a resource. It's sad that that's shutting down because I feel like there's probably silly little things that you're like, you have no idea who to ask about that stuff. And then you feel like, Exactly, and there's there's a lot of, like, fear-mongering around, like, motherhood and pregnancy from, again, I want to, like, label all mom blogs as bad, but sometimes they can spread, like, bad information as facts, and people get confused, and anyways, so there's just a lot out there that's, like, just misinformation or just, like, making people scared when they don't need to be, and... Yeah. Anyways. So the point is, is like, listen to everything Erica says. However, do your own fact checking. <laughs> do your own fact checking. trust your own gut and how you feel. And that's kind of like a good lesson in everything in your life. Like I found, I know you're going to talk about specifics of your do's and don'ts, but even with Michelle being here, I was like, oh, I guess like she was talking about different products she was using. I was like, I could probably use something that's less harsh in that way. Like just because, so I think what you're about to tell us is probably helpful to people who aren't pregnant either or people who are thinking about it and, and will find that helpful in the future. But like, I'm always down to learn about new things that might not be as terrible for me. Yeah, for sure. Well, I would say, I would say this isn't specifically that it's, there's actually oh, okay. a couple specific things you shouldn't use because you were pregnant Yeah, <laughs> in terms of skincare. care, but it's fine to use if you're not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in general, I mean, Whatever that again, that's like a whole other topic, and people can make their own, have their own thoughts about that. <laughs> yeah, you go just, find your mom blog for that. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do whatever you like. Um, so what do you okay. have for us? Okay, so in terms of skincare, there's really like one or two main things that's actually been like proven unsafe. You really should stop using if you're pregnant, and that is any skincare with like retinol. The whole mm. retinoid, retin A family. So like, if you're on a prescription, like 
very high dose, definitely stop using that. But even it, like check your like night creams and stuff like that if they're anti-aging. Oh, um, interesting. They probably have retinol in them, and it, that is actually unsafe to use when you're pregnant, so you should stop. Um, and also um, the acids like BHAs, which is like salicylic acid, um, mm. benzoyl peroxide, which is usually what's in like acne creams oh, and no. soaps and stuff like that. Those are also a no-go. Um, hence the chin pimple. I was going to say, um. then you get a pimple on your face, and then what do you do? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyways, all of those have actually uh, been, like, linked to birth defects. So. Oh, wow. Just, okay, so it's, like, very serious. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, the thing is, sometimes it's just all about exposure, right? So you do something a little, and it's fine, but if you're putting retinol cream on every night. Right, it's going to absorb. Exactly. Into everything. So anyways, those are like the mains that you want to stay away from. Um, I'm not going to get into any of the other things that people argue about whether they're harmful or not because that's a different conversation. That's a different conversation. So you can make all your own decisions about that. I would just say um, make sure you do some real research into it and um, don't just listen to, I don't want to call it propaganda, but there's stuff that's true and there's stuff that's not and whatever, you kind of just have to go with your gut on that and however you feel about it is fine. Um, but just know that sometimes natural things can also be harmful to you. So it's like, totally. um, you know, if you're into using oils or whatever, just make sure that what you're using is, uh, safe for pregnancy and also safe for around babies. Like the respiratory systems are different than ours. So right. just make sure you're doing your research about that. Um, but that's a different thing again. Um, and there's also, um, some lightning creams have something called, God, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, a hydro, <laughs> hydroquinone, quinone. Basically, it's an ingredient, um, like a bleaching ingredient, and you okay. should stay away from that, too. Um, okay, so if you're like, Erica, that's a bummer. How am I going to have anti-aging when I'm pregnant? I'm going to get old and have a lot of pimples, <laughs> is what it sounds like, like is what happened. Like children don't suck the life out of you enough. I can't even use my face cream anymore. <laughs> um, so alternatively, though, there's safe things you can use that can still give you like exfoliation and anti-aging and all that stuff. Um, and they're mostly from the AHA acid family, uh, the alpha hydroxy acids. So uh, that includes glycolic acid, which you know I love. We love glycolic acid. <laughs> Lactic acid. Um, you can continue to use your vitamin C serum if you want. That's totally fine. Um, and I personally, I like those things in general. I have really sensitive skin, so like retinols and stuff, um, I, I tend to have a bad reaction to and I get really bad breakouts. And it's just a little too harsh for me. And I know yeah. some people say you just have to like build up a tolerance to it, but I haven't been able to get there yet. <laughs> so I actually stick to those, like the glycolic and the lactic acid. That's why I like them so much is because they kind of, it, the results aren't so extreme, but you still get that. And they're just a little gentler on your skin. So I just like cool. them in general. But feel free if you are like, oh no, I can't be using acids at all. No, it's okay. Those ones are okay. So continue to do your masks. Or whatever your Woo-hoo! serum live it up love it i'm really glad that you don't have to go mask free that would be oh my god that would be a, a tragedy real, wouldn't it it would be a tragedy <laughs> for me especially and no mask, like, <laughs> super mean and then your child comes out and you're like can you just look at my face for one second and i'm going to immediately apply a bunch of stuff to i mean face. yeah and i mean i try to mostly limit that stuff to like once maybe twice a week 
uh, just for myself, just again, because I sometimes my skin will freak out if I use it, like you can overuse Too it. Often, so, sure. and I'm pretty sensitive, so I tend to go easy on it anyway. So I might do it like something like once a week. Yeah. Nice. Well, those yeah. seem like both very helpful things. And I actually didn't know that about skin anyway. So not just for the pregnant people. <laughs> um, one thing that Michelle got me thinking about was um, deodorant and she's, she opted to switch to a more natural deodorant Mm -hmm. and went through the process. And she was like, I have tried so many things and it was really, really hard. And I've been thinking about moving to a natural deodorant anyway, but like, I just don't like that idea of not smelling good. Like that really bothers me. Yeah. Here's the thing with that. We should just do a whole episode on this because I have, I have tried to transition, transition to it too. And I have never quite made it. And part of it is mostly there's not a deodorant, like a, um, a women's deodorant that's not a natural deodorant that's cruelty free and I try to buy only cruelty free right. brands in my beauty and I specifically really hate Dove but they make the best deodorant <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much I hate it so much but it works so well for me um yeah and for other reasons so I have like partially gone through that and I have just never found something that works for me so maybe we just talk about that another time because let's park that because it's a whole thing bigger thing and I think what I would like to also do is like test it because I am active and I don't want to be the person at the gym who's like stinking it up in my boot camp like that is not my idea of a good time and it's just something I'm so sensitive about and I just don't like the idea that like there's so many known bad things about deodorant and I can't get myself to be like that I don't know there's just a lot of things I'd rather give up than like my body odor I know I get it and it's tricky yeah it is tricky so So let's park that for another day and maybe in the meantime if people like have anything that they would like to suggest that we experiment um we can also look at that I have one in particular that I'm not going to tell you about yet that I'm going to surface and I'll tell you why um when we actually talk about it so maybe we can do that next week so we don't leave people in suspense I so I actually there's one I should try I did when I was kind of going through it and couldn't find anything that worked for me I asked my like closest vegan hippie friend what she used it's <laughs> a great resource <laughs> and I believe the one she told me to get I never end up trying because I ended up giving up but maybe I will go back and give it a shot and, and see what it was and okay. winter might be maybe a better time to smelling you know I know and but that's the problem is that I kind of want to try it before it gets cold so that I know what I'm dealing with I guess okay here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go I'm gonna get it before I see you on Saturday and I'm gonna move into it because it's like medium warm out right now I don't have a lot of time between now and then to be exercising as much as I normally would so I will try and exercise once with natural dirt before I see you then when I see you on Saturday you can smell me for real and you can reserve your judgment for when we talk about it in public okay smell test I think we should do a real smell test okay I'm into it this is a safe space yeah I trust I trust you with my smell I you would know if you smelled in a way you didn't want to smell anymore so I feel like we will know but it's also like anyway we'll have a whole conversation about this but it was just something that was raised my attention that I was like, oh, I should maybe think about that. So I have a brand that I want to try. I will laugh if it's the same one. And be, we'll see how it goes. No, I love that this topic was raised because I had thought about it as a topic for a while. It was like a thing that I had thoughts on. So then it's I'm time. sure lots of other we people have do too. On so many things. So many things. 
Um, do you have any more other pregnancy tips that you'd like to share? I just took us on a real left turn. <laughs> no, so uh, no, those were my skincare tips. Those were like the main, the retinol is like the main thing to avoid. Um, okay, just like, and please don't feel bad if you've been using it and you just like, didn't know. I'm not saying that you're harm your baby or anything gonna happen. it's just that one of those, it's just one of those things that's just like you should probably just you know give up and and if you be using it half the time please don't feel bad just stop using it now and i'm yeah. sure everything was not to make fine. anyone feel guilty everything yeah. will be just fine Absolutely. um yeah other than that i don't i don't really have any other tips also this is my second pregnancy so i'm a little like eh. <laughs> it feels very different well i yeah. think i feel like i've heard so many people say that too you have another kid to keep alive at the same time i know i mean i love the baby but i mean but yes the whitney port's wonderful podcast (laughs) well i haven't listened to her podcast yet i should oh my god i listen to her podcast and i don't have kids i it's called i love my baby but Oh yeah, oh, sorry. Her YouTube series. Her that YouTube was her series, YouTube series. Yes, podcast. I did. I did. She did some good, like baby stuff on YouTube. Actually, that was really great. Yeah, she did. She's wonderful, and her and her husband are the absolute cutest people ever. Um, but that's again another thing for another day. But I hear what you're saying. Thank you for sharing those tips. I think I honestly do think people will find them really helpful because there's just so much to be confused about in so many other aspects, and then beauty is just one of them. Yeah, absolutely, and it's, it can be overwhelming. You're like, oh, don't eat this, don't do that, don't go there don't whatever don't lift this it's like just a whole list of like (laughs) don't don't do and everything is like made to feel like make you feel like a terrible mother already (laughs) if you like maybe did that like maybe you drank a little bit and you didn't know you were pregnant right and like you know um so anyways and then you add that to the shit you're like holy shit I have to think about that too yeah like Like, oh my god it's too much um do you know one thing you can do when you're pregnant Wear the season's most adorable color, which you're pulling off <laughs> fabulously right now. Thank you. I don't usually wear yellow, um, but I just, I, uh, you know, I can't resist a polka dot. I know, and it's working <laughs> for you. So Erica's wearing like that mustard yellow that it's so funny. I was having this conversation yesterday when we were walking around New York and watching all these like cute girls in that exact shade. And Jen said to me, she's like, would you wear that color? And I was like, I don't think so. Like, I don't think I've got the right complexion for it, but... I think I might now that I'm seeing it on you. Yeah, yellow yellow is tough when you're uh, like a pasty yellow haired person. That's correct. It's (laughs) It's like people who have red hair tend to not want to wear red or orange. It's not it's not always the color for us. And I would normally not buy it. It's really the polka dots that put it over the top. Yeah, it's Um, super cute. But yeah, I don't mind it. I don't look in the mirror and think like, oh my god, you look like you have jaundice. So you know. <laughs> it was the furthest thing from my mind. <laughs> I think you look super adorable in it and you're inspiring me. I have one top of that color. I might throw it on today while it's still medium warm outside. Yeah, this is probably the only yellow thing I own. Yeah, I only own one yellow thing too. So I like it. You're making it work. Um, I want to tell you one more thing quickly. This is a saga that is never ending, but I, I do think it's important to share. So went to visit my mom like a month ago. And one of my favorite things about visiting my mom is that she has like all of the things as it relates to beauty. Like it's so annoying when I think back, like in our first conversation, but like I knew nothing about beauty because my mom told me nothing. Now all of a sudden my mom is like, have you tried the It Cosmetics CC cream? I'm like, do you listen to our podcast, <laughs> Christina? Which she does. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Yelling Hi, at Christina. you. Hi, Christina. Hi, mom. Um, and, but like I go home and she's literally like, 
got she's got like the Dyson hair dryer and the it cosmetic CC cream and like she has this really cool it palette for like a blush bronzer mix that's like beautiful anyway I don't have to pack anything when I go to her house because she's got like all the tools all the creams just drowning in product drowning in product (laughs) and it's and like I got her using like the water pick and the quip toothbrush I bring my own toothbrush I'm not using her toothbrush but like (laughs) she's stacked with the goods that like it makes me really happy. So I don't really have to pack anything when I go there. Anyway, got there and I, she's using the bioderma that I pushed on everybody, which I've pushed on so many more people. Like every time I talk about it, I'm like, they don't pay me, although they probably should, but it's become a real thing. Anyway, bioderma is the best. No one that I've recommended it to has been mad about it, but I got, I was getting a little bit of dry skin around my eye again. I'm like, are we really going through this again? I found my miracle product. What is going on? My mom says to me, have you tried Cetaphil? And I was like, like the cheap face wash? Like, no, what are you talking about? Her and her friends were having a conversation about their skincare. These are all ladies that are in their like 60s, 70s age range. And she's like, I bought this Cetaphil moisturizing cream. It's really low in like bad ingredients. And I was like, what are you talking about? So sure enough, I look at the ingredients. They're very similar to the Bioderma one that I use. I bought a vat of this stuff because my mom was like, try it on your face. Literally the next day, my skin was clear again. Yeah, Cetaphil's great. Buy it at Costco. You're holding out at me? That's where I got it from. I went to Costco and bought the vat of it, and it was like $17 for more than what was in the Bioderma bottle. So collectively, I've spent like $30 on face cream that will last me months and months and months and months. And it's... It's crazy. And my skin feels like you can see, I mean, both of them are a bit sticky. So you can see Mm -hmm. how shiny I am right now. Once you put makeup on and stuff, you're fine. When I just throw that on, it does feel a little bit like sticky, but my skin feels amazing. Yeah. Cetaphil is great. Cetaphil face wash is great too. If you want something gentle. It's all, I had no idea. And apparently it's made in Canada. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's the thing if you ever like, if you're like into reading skincare articles back in the day, it was like there'd be like all these fancy things, and then like every dermatologist was like, "But actually, you should just use Cetaphil." <laughs> well, and that's what I'm like. That's kind of what I wanted. Why I wanted to bring it up was because here I am, two products in for thirty dollars after I spent hundreds of dollars trying to fix my gross face, and like two pretty generic brand names, and uh, we're back in action. Yeah, Cetaphil's another big um, like makeup artist staple like most people keep it in their kit because it's really safe to use on everybody interesting well I am new to the game very late to it as I am with all things beauty but I like just over the moon with my Cetaphil bioderma so what I've been doing is Cetaphil right around my eye and then my whole face with the bioderma oh I see you're layering I'm layering (laughs) and it's it's working so I'm going to continue and so when I was away I could actually feel last night when I got home mixture of eating too much, having some cocktails, flying, not drinking enough water. I could feel like this dryness coming back. I'm totally fine today. Love it. Yeah. So that's my, um, that's my really exciting face journey of my dry skin. I was saying to Erica before we got on, I was like, all I want to talk about is my face cream and berets again. And this podcast is not called berets and stuff, but you might have to change it. I don't know. Maybe it should be. Well, I'm always happy to hear about your face cream. Well, thank you. And I'm glad that, um, I'm glad that everything I tell you about, like I've just discovered the cure to everything that's terrible. You're like, yeah, I know I've been using it forever. It actually makes me feel better because 
it's like, no, you know what you're talking about. I don't. So it, you validate my living under a rock for all of these years. So I actually feel very happy that you are like, duh. Well, you know so what? So it validates. It's, I don't mean to be duh about it, but. No, you weren't. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually like it when people, um, cause if you're like into the beauty world and it's like something you follow you've probably heard all of those things a lot and people talk about it but it's almost nice when someone actually just says like oh someone recommended this and I tried it and it really actually works I love it yeah exactly so it's great and when someone and then you can give me information and it works both ways so I think this is a wonderful journey of exactly why we started this podcast well that was a beautiful transaction (laughs) always (laughs) um okay this was wonderful I guess we have to go back to like resuming normal duties of our day normal duties that just made my day though I have to tell you me too that was great I always enjoy when we talk to each other I actually called Erica the other day because we were trying to podcast and then we just couldn't so I picked up the phone and actually phoned her I was like hi can I just talk to you for six <laughs> minutes while I'm in a parking lot and it was it like finished my day off in the best possible way so that's also a quick PSA on call your friends talking to your friends is fun yeah I no one calls on the phone anymore you should it is nice to just chat to your friends sometimes do you have an immediate panic when I phoned you? Is your immediate reaction to not answer? Because sometimes I do that. I'm like, oh my God, I love this person, but I, what, what? Ugh. What, and then you what are you going to say? You, yeah, like, ah, I, I am not prepared to talk to you. And then you answer the phone, you're like, oh yeah, you are. Yes. Just you like, know what's so funny about I didn't have that with you, but I do have that sometimes. And the funny thing is, it's like, once you pick up a phone and start talking to someone, you're like, oh, right, this is normal. Yeah. This is, people <laughs> can have conversations. Everything's fine. Every, I used yeah. to, like, do you remember when you used to talk to your friends every day after school who you saw all day and then call them on the phone and talk for an hour? Like forever. I don't remember what we used to talk about, but that was just like life. Like I, I mean, will I, call I you know as soon as like, I get off the bus. I remember saying that like every day. I was like, why? Yeah. But that was just what it was. I had my own phone line for that very reason because my parents were like, my dad didn't believe in call waiting. He thought it was rude to accept a beep. <gasps> my parents thought that too. We never call waiting either. Yeah, I guess it is kind of rude. But yeah. anyway. Um so we had a second phone line because I was literally on the phone all night long yeah and I mean I guess that's just replaced by teens texting constantly but also so much more it's not as personal I still don't think and it's like so much more efficient to just like get everything out in one phone call instead of having to like send 10,000 texts overnight not that I don't love texting but no I know me too but then I also use Siri a lot and like I think I can communicate better than Siri can communicate my thoughts well, I really, that's a whole I, different problem. I do love getting Sylvia texts sometimes where I, I know you're driving because I'm like, well, the, those don't words, those words don't make any sense yeah, together. Sense. <laughs> if I am texting through Siri, like how technology has evolved enough that I have the option to let my car send text messages for me is wonderful and so much safer. But maybe you should have waited until that practice was better. I only text people that I know it's not going to, like, end my life when people are like, you just sent me the most horrifying text message. Like, okay, if I text Erica and it autocorrects to something, like, I think I can salvage it. But you're in the lucky few that gets Sylvia texts. They're usually just, like, amusing. Like, sometimes they're confusing at first, and then I'm like, (laughs) I know I know what's going on here. And then it usually just ends up being kind of funny. Or, like... You'll text like Jordan's name. You'll say Jordan's name, but Siri will text a different man's name, and I'll be like, "This is, <laughs> you're like, this is strange. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about." And then, like after it happened a couple times, I'm like, "Oh, okay, no, I get it." You're like, "That's not her other husband." Okay, that makes so much sense. Yeah, it, that's why I'm saying like you have to only text things that like to people that you know will wait you out and make sure you're not 
like dropping the ball in your whole entire life. Anyways, maybe we should all get but car anyway. phones again. Oh my god, that would be fun. <laughs> bag, giant bag phone, car phones. I love it. Um, okay, this was wonderful. I cannot wait to see you in real life and dye your eyebrows on Saturday. Me too. Should we both wear our mustard colored shirts? I well, this is just like a t-shirt, and so I feel like since we're gonna have adult time, I'll maybe. Oh, you're gonna like. Like, it up. Zhuzh it up a little bit okay. <laughs> as much as I can as a pregnant lady. <laughs> so this is like my this is my everyday mom shirt. But you're in your podcast top. Well, fair yeah. enough. You look adorable. Um, thanks to all the people who listened today. Yeah. Why am I saying Thank that? That's you. so awkward. <laughs> thanks, everyone. <laughs> also, I just realized we didn't even introduce this podcast to begin with. So oh, what are we even doing today? Well, so we guess we could end it properly. Uh, I am Erica. <laughs> I'm Sylvia. And this has been <laughs> Beauty and Stuff. A professional podcast. And Mop. <laughs> and Mop. Just the mailman's here. I'm sorry, everyone. This is just going to be what it is. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And we will talk to you guys all soon. Okay. Sounds good. Goodbye. Bye.